Hello, I'm Thomas Carruthers. And I'm Will Leggetton. And today, people talk about how good a year, movie year 2007 was. They talk about, this is 2007, isn't it? No, it's 2008. Okay, fuck my intro. Will, what do you think of Tropic Thunder? <laughs> Something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man Oh, come on, man. Don't you die on me, Foley. I'm sorry, can we cut? What is going on here? Hey, I'm about to jump off this, this helicopter like Wesley Snipes. I'm doing the scene right now. What I'm scene? The scene is about emotionality. Where is it? God, I am dealing with a bunch of prima donnas. The action guy who left the fridge open. The award winner. Critically acclaimed Australian actor Kirk Lazarus underwent a controversial procedure in order to play the platoon's African-American sergeant. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. The comedian. Um, it's, it's quite good, isn't it? It's, um... It, it, uh, yeah, in my list of comedies, it's in there. It really is a modern classic. Um, and I mean that with no over-exaggeration. I think it's some of the finest performances, um, uh, comedic or otherwise, uh, of, of the decade, of, of the past 20 years. I think... It's hard to say how good the screenplay is because, mm. um, or, uh, what do you call it? Because so much was improvised. Yeah. Uh, but if this is just, if we said that this was just a straight written screenplay, it's it's up there for me with my favorite screenplays of, of, of the past 20 years as well. You think you can do what I do? Take a picture of this. This summer, I want to make this movie right. We take those boys up there, put them in the trees, shoot the whole thing gorilla style. Real fear in the right. Real yes, yes. The movie they think they're making. Exterior, rainforest, dust, cut to a frightening jungle. Isn't a movie anymore. You're not a matrix. So what? This is pretty real. Exactly. Let's use it. Speed, Some of us might not make it back. What do you mean? Like, not on the same flight? We'll send you here. Oh, hey, dude, you all right? Totally lean into that, bro. You want to do one more? I'm leaving you people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Big thunder. To go a lot of trying just to get up that hill. No, we up in the big league. That's the theme song for the Jefferson. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You out of your mind. What? You really need help. Man, just because the theme song don't make it not true. Just nothing. Just nothing. But great line after great line. Great performance after great performance. Um, just absolutely knockout knockout comedy sequences um 
And also, you know, we're, we're, we're obviously, we're actors, aren't we? Actors. Yeah. And so we greatly appreciate um, all of the fun uh, that is being pointed. And there's people who enjoy the minutiae of Hollywood and love making fun of actors. Um, this, I mean, this is just one of the peak, uh, peak films uh, doing that. And I think, well, we'll get to it later, I guess. Um, but there's been lots of questions floating around this film at current about, you know, the whole, would this get made today? Would this get made? Would they, would it fly the, you know, the, the blackface of Robert Downey Jr.? Um, I think that's the big, that's the, uh, yeah. But it's just never crossed my mind because it's so clearly the point. It is so clearly the, the you know, the furthest ridiculous extreme of these Daniel Day-Lewis, Russell Crowe, Colin Farrell types mm. that it's so clearly the joke and everybody's in on it. Everybody's in on it, including Brandon T. Jackson, Al Pacino, some some of the some of my favorite parts of this movie are when he calls him out on it. He goes, oh, "What do you mean, you people?" It's like, "What do you mean, you people?" Yeah. <laughs> that great Australian back and forth. I mean, we'll get to it in a single minute. Well, do you remember the first time you saw *Tropic Thunder*? Oh, it I, it was a while ago. I was probably in my mid mid teens, mid teens. Mm. Uh, uh, just, just with the family, uh, my parents were like, "Oh, Tropic Thunder's on. Let's watch that. It's cracking. You'll like that." And I did, and I did. And you, these trailers came. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you said, "Wait a minute, <laughs> what are these trailers?" Let's talk a little bit about the directing career of Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, because yeah. this is obviously we talked about Ben Stiller and his acting work. A lot on our, uh, something about Mary, I just sort of think it's fair to say we're both big Ben Stiller acting fans. Mm. Um, but also, I'm a great fan of his directing. So, Reality yeah. Bites, perfectly enjoyable, um, sort of rom com. It's not the best film ever made. Are you a big cable guy, Will? I really love the cable guy. Like yeah. within my house, uh, me and my sister, it's, it's yeah, one of our favourites. For me, Jim Carrey, maybe go, maybe a touch. It's great. It's very enjoyable. I, I, that's one of those where Jim Carrey maybe touches it a bit too far for me. I've never been mm. a big fan of the Ace Ventura. sound like my father. Yeah. I like Liar. I love Liar Liar. I love The Mask. Liar Liar, yeah. But Ace Ventura and The Cable Guy have been my sort of, I don't know about that one. I mean... Then we got Peace to Resistance. It's not, I didn't have it as a Tom's big question. What's the best film he ever directed? Because for me, it's really down to two. And don't pull your secret life and water mitty shit here. Yeah, that's a. Oh, you, you beat me to it. You beat me to it. <laughs> I very much like that movie too. But is it Tropic Thunder or is it Zoolander? I, um, I might have to say Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Um, 
put Zoolander's great. It's it's how much of an influence he had over the directing of, of Tropic Thunder, of course, because of the improvisation mm. quality of it. But then again, that's just good directing, if you could trust the cast. Of it. Ah. It's true, this is true. I think, watching Tropic Thunder this time, I think I appreciate Zoolander more as a tight beast. Yeah. Zoolander's a very tight 90, and it flies by, and it's great. And it's not that this film ever's slow. There are a few touches, and I'm like, oh, trim it, trim it. But also, I think this time I ended up, this is the first time I've watched my Blu-ray, and I think I watched the extended cut, and um, there was lots of stuff that I was like, oh, why did you cut this? I mean, I know why they cut it, to you know, trim it down, but it was quite, quite funny, quite funny stuff. Let's do YouTube comments. If they are available to me. Oh, it's this bloody new iOS update. Terrible. Don't like oh, it. Oh, there it is. Lol. This, if this movie came out this year, it would offend a shit ton of people. I mean, we've touched on that. Do you think it would? Uh, no. I think we're being naive. I <laughs> think it, I think it would. I think we, we, we can never understand people being annoyed at it because it is so clearly the point. It is so clearly, such as the same with Simple Jack. Simple Jack mm -hmm. had a big problem with um, handicapped rights groups. But again, it's so clearly the point of a man so desperate to win his Oscar. He's like, oh, Rain Man, yeah, Forrest Gump, okay. Yeah. I'll do my mentally challenged movie. And it's Simple Jack. <laughs> Lovely, lovely cameo from Christine Taylor. Since now his ex-wife, Matilda from Zulon. Uh, one of the black guys looks kind of like Robert Downey Jr. Uh -huh. uh, not a lot of people talk about Danny McBride and Nick Nolte in this movie. They are both so underrated in the movie and have great chemistry. I agree. I really this watch. I really enjoyed. Uh, it's not that I don't enjoy them normally. But um, I really, really enjoyed them uh, this time around. Better buy a copy of this DVD or Blu-ray before they all get destroyed by the left. Oh, the woke brigade. You can always pirate movies as a last-ditch effort. There you go, guys. In case the left come for your movies. See? Please can the, the comments be about, I, I, I really like this film. Say again? Can, can the more YouTube comments be like, hey, I really enjoyed this film. My favourite bit is when this happens. Why? Who would want to listen to that? Oh, okay. I would. Yeah, people do like these movies. They're going to listen to us say how much we like this I'm movie sure they will. for an hour and ten. <laughs> um, structure of each episode. It's time for best ten minutes stretch. Will, why don't you kick us off? Uh, um... I, th I think it. What? Well, how are you? How are you splitting up this? Uh, this up? <laughs> this is my I've, main question. <laughs> I've put them as a ten-minute stretch. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about each of them for an ad nauseum. <laughs> but I have put it as a ten-minute stretch. Yeah, uh, I've gone for the opening. Yeah, I've gone for the the Tom Cruise outburst. Mm -hmm. 
that's that's good. That's okay. um, Fleming Dragon. Fuckface. <laughs> I mean, let, let's let's just uh, go off about that. But that is what brought back Tom Cruise's career. That scene. Where are we in the Cruise canon? It did show an ability to make fun of himself, which we hadn't really seen in some time. Um, I mean, well, so this is fresh off. I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, Oprah, I'm in love. Um, ooh, I beg to differ, Will, because, um, because six years earlier, he did star in Austin Pussy. Uh, the opening to Goldmember, Austin oh. Powers, <laughs> with Danny DeVito, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Steven Spielberg directed. Who, who else is in that? I can't remember. Who plays the villain? Who plays... Uh, oh, it's Will Ferrell, because it's like, ow, that really hurts. No, that's... No, I'm on about in Austin Pussy, the oh. fake movie at the start of Goldmember. I'm feigning, because I know exactly who it is, it's Kevin Spacey as Dr. Oh, it is, Evil. isn't it? Of course it is. And I watched one of those, um, the director broke down the scene. And for some reason, they didn't show the Kevin Spacey clip. I wonder why. Um, I don't, I, I'm sorry, well, I, I, maybe, maybe socially it brings him back. Movie-wise, he's just done Mission Impossible 3, done Collateral, Lions for Lambs, which is a fine film. And he's just about to do Valkyrie and Rock of Ages and Mission Impossible 4, which really brings that series back. So I disagree movie-wise, but um, socially, yeah, yeah, the K.A. Holmes thing was a massive. Everyone was like, who is this crazy man jumping on Oprah's couch? Um, any other 10-minute stretches? Um, that's, that's it. What 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 have you got? I've got the trailers. I've got going up the river. Yeah. I've got the performance of Simple Jack. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's gonna make me cry in my head movies, and it's gonna make my eyes read. Final attack. Let's let's just talk about the trailers. Let's do it. Al Pacino booty sweat. <laughs> that was that was the bit where w the first time I ever watched this movie, my mother turned it off. Al oh. Pacino booty sweat was too much. Oh no! And it was like, oh no, what's this? What's this? I mean, I was eight, but by that time I'd seen The Shining, so her morals really were <laughs> dubious. Um, well, I've talked about this before, haven't I? Sex and, uh, sorry, violence and swearing were all good to go, but um, sex was, was like, oh yeah. no, skip, which is understandable, but also weird and the moral legion of things. I guess you could write a whole essay on that. I won't. I'll just write about uh, <laughs> Nicole Kidman or whatever. Maybe the Nicole Kidman essays on the blog right now. Um, I'm sure nobody's read. Did you? So, is it the extended cut that I watched, where they, where the um, guy dressed as Simple Jack's mother says, "You are not the real Al Pacino." Dog Day Afternoon, Devil's Advocate, and then Danny McBride goes cruising. See you, love. <laughs> <laughs> Great movies. 
I love that Danny McBride's two Al Pacino movies are Cruising and Sea of Love, the yeah. two very sexual. Uh, have you seen Sea of Love, Will? I haven't, but we, we do talk about cruising a lot on this. We do talk about cruising. Channel. Just say that you've never seen it and hadn't yeah. heard of it. Cruising does come up a lot. You haven't seen the film and you didn't know of it, but you are big into the underground leather BDSM gay scene of the oh, 80s, God, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. You just love a bathhouse. That's, that's how we met. Uh, you know, it's like really nice guy and then once you took the gimp mask off he's like, ah, he's a good guy next trailer is Scorcher Scorcher 1 who left the fridge open <laughs> again oh wait no we missed him booty sweat pop an ass open what a great tagline <laughs> pop an ass open um Ooh, let the fridge. Of these four movies, Will, which one do you think looks best? Which one would you most like to see? Oh, that... You see, I'd, I'd probably... I'd like to see Scorcher the most, probably. Okay. Wait, um, two questions, two questions, two yeah. questions. What would you most like to see as a real movie? And what yeah. would you most like to see as a full, full uh, parody, satire, spoof? They take, they blow it out. Yeah. Oh... But I, that's three questions. A third one, what's your favourite? Because all three for me are different movies. Yeah, well, yeah. What's your favourite trailer? Yeah. My favourite trailer so, yeah, is... I think is, um, it's, <laughs> it's... It's Satan's Alley. That's the best. Probably Satan's Alley, yeah. Three-time Academy Award winner, <laughs> Kirk Lazarus, and MTV Best Kiss Award winner, Toby Maguire. <laughs> Just great stuff. However, oh, I do so find good. the fatties part two. Do you want something to eat? Uh, yes, more beans. <laughs> so that late, late era Eddie Murphy yeah. playing 10 different people and they're all farting and they're all fat. Yeah. Um, but Satan's Alley is the winner, yeah. In a time of depression. And then... Uh, Modigliani. Um, Satan's Alley. Have you, staying Alive, Will? Have you seen Staying Alive, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever? The sequel? Uh, no, I've heard the soundtrack. You have. I play the set. I do play uh, Frank Stallone's Far From Over an awful lot. Um, but... They make a Broadway show, and that's called Satan's Alley, and um, it makes me laugh every time. And I don't know whether this is an intentional reference. I didn't have a chance to listen to the commentary track, uh, but I, I hope that it's an intentional reference to staying alive. Yeah. Uh, Tom's weirdly specific favorite parts of the film. I've been a bad boy, father. Uh, sim the simple Jack introduction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You ma, 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 make me happy. Um, Rick's son, please, <laughs> you get to choose yours. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, great in this film, yeah. really underrated. Yeah. Rick, it's just wall to wall, star after star. It really is. This is like the definition of an all star cast. It's one of those, it's one of also one of those. Great comedic ensembles, and I don't think it's great. 
I just don't think people talk about it as one of the great comedic ensemble yeah. movies, which is weird because of so so many great stars. And it, yeah, just throwing. Chino's booty sweat, popping ass open. Booty sweat and busting nut bars available at concessions now. Just a hundred, just great, great stuff, and lots of straight actors, dramatic actors, doing incredible comedic work. Yeah, it's wonderful stuff. Um, when Coogan dies, let's talk about Steve. Obviously, we are tremendous Steve Coogan fans. Oh how do you yes. Feel, how do you feel about Damien Cockburn? <laughs> Uh, you, you died in the first 10 minutes, didn't you? That's my reference to uh, <laughs> Rob Ryder doing Farkas. I thought, I thought it was very good, actually. That was quite good. Yeah. Thank you. We uh, should do the trip. That should be our next project. We should do the trip. Oh, no, we're doing Mad Men. No, I mean, that's in, in real life. We should do the oh, trip. Oh, we should do the trip. Yeah. yeah. And document it. Ooh. Just go for nice, nice meals and... Drives and walks in the country. Yeah. Who's writing the Guardian article that they're, that they're supposedly writing? I think <laughs> I think you are, Tom. I guess so, yes. You know, one article on the show and uh, <laughs> an article on the blog. And every other week, uh, sometimes I'll write an article. It's not happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we could do that. I think I'd prefer the Italian trip. But you, yeah. your favourite foods would probably be the gastro first season wouldn't it yeah i mean i i love italian food like the idea of just spending uh, your life in the mediterranean just by the shore having what lovely fish mm. a bigger uh, splash isn't that good a movie but it's set in italy <laughs> and they're all in a beach house and they eat loads of great food so <laughs> it like goes up a few notches yeah. But I think there's something about the first season that's just really cosy, and yes, it, it's it's great. It's great. That's how I want to live my big life. food. And that breakfast they have, where they just go yeah. down to the uh, breakfast. I, yeah, I, I was saying to my dad, I think that's probably the best meal they eat. It just mm. looks so good. I just love food, Will. I, I do, and this I is my issue. Food. This is my issue. Have you? You've not. You've never watched Hannibal. Oh my god! Even though I think I've mentioned this before, even though you know it's humans, he just looks so good cooking it all, and it makes it look incredible. There's a bit spoilers where they eat Eddie Izzard's leg, and he makes Eddie Izzard eat his own leg, but he's cooked it in this like clay, <laughs> and it's oh and it like looks... a salt salt baked clay. Oh yes, and he cracks oh. the clay, and even though it's literally in the shape of a leg still. And he cracks the clay and he's like, mmm, so tender. Um, I'm like, yeah, just eat it, Eddie. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it, Eddie. Good old Eddie is out. Um, uh, jelly beans. Oh, are they jelly beans? Fuck my jelly beans. <laughs> and, uh, I love jelly beans. No, you can't have any fucking jelly beans. And then later, you know those jelly beans? I lied, it was cooking. Oh, really? <laughs> so obviously the Jeff Portnoy character is slightly based on, affectionately based on Chris Farley. 
Uh, are, you, are you a Tommy Boy guy, Will? Are you a, are you a Chris Farley fan? Uh, not, not really. I've never really got into the Chris Farley stuff. Sorry, I'm a terrible yawner. The flash of the panda after he kills it when the rain <laughs> flashes and he sees that he's killed a panda. <laughs> Gets me every time. Um, when it's revealed, when he gets hit and he's like, ah, please, boo, 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 please. And they're like, oh, you simple Jack. And then the guy who goes, you should have got Oscar. <laughs> and then the, that line's funny. But Ben Stiller's reaction when he turns and he goes, oh. <laughs> gets me every time. Little twig Oscar. Um, <laughs> great Kurt Lazarus and... Those guys in The Great Escape just ran away. What would happen then? Well, that was kind of the point of The Great Escape. They were running away. <laughs> they were trained professionals. Well, we're trained actors, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I nearly blinded Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, reach into sun. What? Oh, no. Reacting to sun. Oh, when... <laughs> When Ben Stiller's gone full Brando, gone full Apocalypse Now, and then they pull him out and he goes, <coughs> at the sun. I like that. <laughs> I love Jay Baruchel going, what the fuck, when um, Matthew McConaughey comes with the TiVo. He's just like, what the fuck? Jay Baruchel, really good in this. Really mm. underrated. Well, we're big This Is The End guys, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to titty fuck you, sir. We're going to titty fuck you. Uh, and then I love... In the Oscar uh, montage, Sean Penn is playing a blind man, apparently. Very funny. And Tom Hanks is there in a wheelchair, but he's racing. Wheelchair race, apparently. Um, and Toby Ma So Toby Maguire gets nominated for Satan's Alley. Just Kirk? Just, or is this his, or is this his, is this his supporting actor here? Must be. Or was it a stacked field? Was it a stacked field and... and <laughs> I mean, I, it wasn't. It was against Scotch. It was against Scotch, but also, um, you know, so is Tug playing himself in the Tropic Thunder movie? In 2013, when the Earth's rotation came to a halt. To come together. The world called on the one man who could make a difference. When it happened again, the world called on him once more. And no one saw it coming three more times. Now, the one man who made a difference five times before is about to make a difference again. Only this time, it's different. Who left the fridge open? Tug Speedman, Scorcher 6, Global Meltdown. Here we go again. Again. Because you don't get that very often. People playing themselves in their biopics. Mm. 
Or is or does he play Kirk? <laughs> why don't why don't they make more movies about the making of movies? Yeah, they're great. They're great. In a month's time, I will maybe this is too crude to say, but I will ejaculate when I watch Mank, mm. David Fincher's new movie, and I'm uh, almost obscenely excited. <laughs> Uh, by this time, however, by the release, and it will have it will have already been released, and I will have hopefully posted a ten out of ten review. If it, if it's if it's that will be the first ten out. We've yet to have a ten out of ten review on the blog uh, at time of recording. Maybe there's lots of great movies that come out. They won't though. That's because I haven't read one. <laughs> so like, if I would do, it, I, I like that. I like that. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I've realised that I'm. Most movies are going in a seven out of ten, which isn't really good. Seven out of ten is not awful. No, seven out. No, no. Well, for you, yeah, Mister, you're like you basically have the thing of a small child where the last movie you saw is your favorite movie. It's like I love Hotel Transylvania two, and then I love Hotel Transylvania three. I bet you do. I bet you do like the Hotel Transylvania movies, don't you, Will? I, I'm really fond of the Hotel Transylvania movies. I haven't seen the third one. Um, I'm yet to do it um, because I feel like they just copied um, the, the formula of that glorious shipments. Um, Shipwrecked. Yeah, it's just it follows the exact same pattern. It's a bit lazy, really. Um, now I, I'm I really like Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Bit of, bit of Brooks, bit of Mel Brooks. Yeah. I'm an old vampire. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. I, I, you know what? You know what I really enjoyed? What? Hubie Halloween. Oh, I haven't seen it. Apparently it's really shit. No, it's not. I don't know why people are saying that. People are just saying that because it's Adam Sandler. It's not. Mm. I gave it a love. I gave it a six out of ten. Previous guest, Ava Robinson, it, May just be a new uh, favorite um, film of the year. Really? I think it's actually very, very good, and or at least very enjoyable. It's it's a lot better. There's a lot more gags. It's a lot better. There's an interesting mystery plot actually. Um, I'll, I'll give it a watch. Yeah, you should. It's good. And then read my read my review. Uh, oh. What's next? It's Will's more general favorite part of the film. That's what it is. Hello. Um, so the mine. Well, hello. <laughs> the mine is is great. The explosion. Um, it's quite in your in your face. In your face um, um, Danny Junior's reaction when he's like, um, "I have a son now, little half squat. What a cracky fuck is half squat? That's great. It what is. I mean, crikey fuck. What two words that are perfect together? Yo, limp dick fuck-ups, <laughs> give me cover. Um, <laughs> I'm just when... a little playing with his dick on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> we, when we do best line, we're going to have just the cake Lazarus and then other people. Um, that's Osiris. The, uh... Some collard greens. <laughs> Five cakes. Just excited about my food. Uh, anything else, man? It is very good. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's my. Well, it's time for soundtrack corner. I mean, it's got. It's technically got to be sympathy for the devil. I mean, 
which was on my playlist last night. Great track. Time of recording. Uh, it's the first of November. Halloween, yes. We just had a spooky Halloween. And Will, go on, Will, why don't you tell the listeners and viewers at home what your cocktail of choice was yesterday? My cocktail? Um, it, it's just a bit of everything, really. No, I mean your cocktail of the night, as in like your 12 pints. Yeah, I, I feel like viewers think that that's quite normal, like me. Well, yeah, 12 pints. Wait, when did you start drinking? I didn't ask you this. I, yeah, we started drinking nine-ish, which oh, to be honest right. is quite late on. So you did 12 pints in an hour? Oh, no. But clubs, uh, pubs shut at 10. I, I, I was in my own house. We had a Halloween party. Because oh, I asked you if you were at an alehouse. Did you oh. just know, not understand what I was asking? You, you were speaking in a German accent, and it was very difficult to understand you. Yes, you still don't know what's happening in Schindler's List. But why? They're all, Brit they're, all, they're all speaking English, but with German accents. I just don't know what's happening. He who saves one life saves the world in time. <laughs> When I started this Tropic Thunder podcast, I never thought I would end up quoting the sad line from Schindler's List. This car could have been another five jewels. Um, it's Sympathy for the Devil. It's one of the best songs ever, and it just so yeah. happens to be in this movie. So we'll give it right. Here we go. Oscar Travesty. Oh. Let's talk about it. this, because... On first go, on first go around, we may be very quick to say Downey Jr. should have won everything. However, it's an ungodly good Best Supporting Actor field this year. I don't think we need any nominations for Best Picture or Best Director. I don't think we need any nominations, actually, other than Best Screenplay and, um, and Best Supporting Actor. Best Screenplay goes to Milk. No. No. Wally? Never... What the fuck? Wally? Oh, I, I love Wally. I'm... I love Wally. As a screenplay, though... Is, is Wally's it's a, it's best very, aspect its screenplay? It's a very good message. It's a very good message. <laughs> so, 1917 got a screenplay nomination this year. You having a laugh? Is it? Oh. Fucking joke. Yeah, it's, it was a great film, but didn't... Screenplay nomination? Um, in Bruges should have won. In Bruges. In, in Bruges is one of the finest That's films ever fine. made. Yeah. And one of the most beautiful, perfect screenplays. Not a single word is misplaced. Anyway. Um... In Bruce should have won, Travis Thunder should have been nominated. Let's look at this best supporting actor. Michael Shannon for Revolutionary Road. Great. Josh Brolin for Milk. Also great. But definitely fifth place. Third place. And this is insane. Philip Seymour Hoffman in doubt. When that's your third place, <laughs> a film that you, you greatly enjoyed, you very much enjoyed Doubt, Maybe enjoyed's the wrong word, but you uh, greatly... Well, no, I'd say I enjoy Doubt. I've rewatched Doubt more than I've watched some, some happy films. Um, so let's, let's, do, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Who should have won? 
Ledger for the Joker or Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder? I, 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 I will give it to Ledger, as they did. As they um, did. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's definitely uh, Robert Downey Jr. second place. And it's one of those things that if it was any other year, he would have got it. And that's the annoying thing. Any other year, Philip would have won. Uh, yeah. You know, any other year, any other year, Michael Shannon. That would have been... You just in... need to stop making good movies. movies it's yeah. so annoying. What are the Oscars going to look like this year? Uh, it's literally going to be Netflix playing with themselves. Charlotte, uh-huh. Chicago... Oh, well, no... All of this speculation is mute. By the time that this episode comes out, uh, we will know. I, I hope, right, I hope Manx's good, and I hope that Manx sweeps, and I hope that David Fincher finally gets a goddamn Oscar. He deserves it. He deserved one for The Social Network over fucking King's Speech. He de- Hell, he deserved one for Curious Kids. I King's Speech. Been over Slumdog. Okay, fine then. I went to see it at the theatre with Jason Donovan. <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> Do you know that Weinstein um, cut out the fuck, fuck, cunt, bugger? Well, he doesn't say cunt, does he? That'd be very, does, that's, that's very rude. But he says fuck, 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 bugger, bugger, bugger. Yeah. And they cut, he cut out that scene um, for a family special American release for Christmas. Because he was like, the family event of the year. And he made it, and he like made a special PG release. Will there be you anything else? Oh, yes, my dear man. More pains. This summer, America's favorite obese family is back. You're just mad because I'm skinny. I'm not. Jeff Portnoy. Jeff Portnoy. Jeff Portnoy. And Jeff Portnoy are The Fatties, Part 2. In some countries, it's considered a compliment. Letting loose this summer. Because it's, it's a real plain strains and automobiles in that way, King's Speech, because if you cut out the one scene... Oh, jeez. What? <laughs> You're fucked. God, I love plain strains and automobiles. It's so good. It's a great film. Yeah, you can make fun of me. Oh, Marie. I've done it again, Marie. Well, at least you've got a wife to grow old with. Oh, dude. Do do every time you go away, you take a piece of me with you. What an incredible film! That's coming up. That is coming up. Uh, but I can't remember. I can't remember when. I can't remember when. But it is coming up. However, we're still with Tropic Thunder now, and it's time for Will's favorite building. What's that? Well, uh, here we go. So there's obviously like the the big uh, the setup, the filming HQ, um, and so the office where we 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 find. Did you Thomas see Bruce. the extended cut? Because if you did, then there's that beautiful party scene which looked great. 
I'm not sure I did. Oh. Well, there's a really good part. There's a... <laughs> okay. Well, you, do, uh, you, so you see the end of that party when Coogan right. uh, grabs the bottle of whiskey and he's on the beach with Nick Nolte. And then they're like, in the real ship. Get him, get him in the real ship. Feel <laughs> it gorilla style, gritty. Oh, <laughs> it's that or the bit where they obviously, they're, they're kidnapping and they infiltrate the, uh, that sort of, the little village. That's a, a really nice production piece. Uh, lead farmer, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a... <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that. Yes, we will. Uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll give it to... Uh, give it to that. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Uh, let's why not? go into it. First single minute. Oh, so I'll kick us off. Blown up hands. The end... <laughs> the oh, end my God. Of... The end of that, the blown up hands, and then the crying, and just getting, just getting. Oh, we're rewriting the script now. Okay, we're rewriting the script. <laughs> uh, and then, and then the the the. That's the signal. Go, and then that incredible apocalypse now homage blowing up. And then the Access Hollywood uh, minute that follows that, where we get introduced to Pimple Jack, where we get introduced to the fact that. Kirk Lazarus has undergone pigment yeah. surgery. <laughs> Controversial surgery to play the African-American leader of the, leader of the group, Leonard Osiris. Um, and we learned about Jack Black's heroin, crack, and glue addiction. <laughs> Just wonderful stuff. One of the worst movies ever made. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, there were times when I was doing Jack, that I actually felt retarded, like really retarded. Oh, yeah. I mean, I brushed my teeth retarded. I rode bus retarded. Damn. In a weird way, I had to sort of just free myself up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. To be a moron. Yeah. To be moronical. Exactly. To be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah. Like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. When I was playing the character. When you was a character. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as Jack. Definitely. Yeah. Jack. Stupid-ass Jack, trying to come back from that. In a weird way, it was almost like I had to sort of fool my mind into believing that it wasn't retarded. And by the end of the whole thing, I was like, wait a minute, you know? I flushed so much out, how am I gonna jumpstart it up again? It's just like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? You was farting in bathtubs and laughing your ass off. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But Simple Jack thought he was smart, or rather didn't think he was retarded, so he can't afford to play retarded being a smart actor. Playing a guy who ain't smart but thinks he is, that's tricky. Hmm, tricky. It's like working with Mercury. It's high science, man. It's art form. Yeah. You an artist. Mm. That's what we do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hats off for going there. Especially knowing not the academy is about that shit. <clears throat> Wait. About what? You're serious? You don't know. <laughs> Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Ray Man, look retarded, act retarded, not retarded. Count two picks, cheated cards, artistic, show, not retarded. You got Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded, maybe, braces on his legs, but he charmed the pants off next to him won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. He was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. 
Never go for retard. You don't buy that? Ask Sean Penn, 2001, I am Sam. Remember? Went for retard. Went home empty-handed. Then there is the best minute of the film. How are we going to talk about this? Is it is it the the full? No. It's yeah. you went full, right? Yeah. What's a fun What's a fun word we can swap it for? Don't fall victim. To what? The, the very rude meaning. Um, the culture. Um, Chevy Chase. Method. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, you never go fully Chevy Chase. Because <laughs> I've got the Chevy Chase autobiography I've yet to read in front of them. Anyway, the long and short of it is, it's one of the yeah. funniest scenes I've ever seen in my goddamn <laughs> life. It still makes me crack up like a goddamn yeah. hyena every single time. And it's true. It's true. Sean Penn is terrible in I Am Sam. Have you seen I Am Sam, Will? Sam, I am. Went no, full, I... went full Chevy Chase. Went on to your hand. Um, yeah, just great. Uh, autistic, sure. Chevy Chase, no. <laughs> uh, you can play ping pong and shit. Jam the ass off of Nixon. Count cars. Uh, <laughs> count toothpicks. Great. And then there's the Australia bit where they, where, um, Brandon Al Pacino uh, talks about uh, Crocodile Dundee. Probably breaks mm -hmm. them into national treasure. I'm sorry the dingo ate your baby. That's a true story. That woman died. <laughs> Lost her kids. Have you, do you know what the dingo... Have you seen the clip of Meryl Streep in A Cry in the Dark, Will? I haven't. The true story of... Um, so basically, there was this woman who was accused of murdering her children mm -hmm. because dingoes came and ate them. Um, um, and but they thought that she'd killed them. And then, like years later, they found the baby's clothes in the dingo cave, and they made a movie about it. And Meryl Streep has this terrible accent. She goes, "I think I've had enough of your questions very much." The dingo ate my baby. The dingo ate my baby. Me and me and Ava quoted all the time because Ava is the biggest Meryl Streep fan in the world, and she's always like, "Oh, she's never done a bad performance." And I just go, "The dingo ate my baby." Um, yes, it's a terrible, terrible, terrible performance. Uh, but alas, um, uh, the dingo did eat her baby, and that is a true story. Uh, nominations for the best single minute. Oh, um, the, the helicopter. It's very good. Um, the um, the realization, sort of when they're first put into the into the the action, and they're all like, "Hey, wait a minute, that's great." Yeah, give me the fake gun. I want the fake the fake rubber on. <laughs> Let's dive straight into best line, because this this is what the film is for. This these incredible, incredible, incredible lines. I mean, I've got two from Kurt Lazarus just in that first scene. Move your ass, you jelly ass bitch! And 
we're not DD now, we're DD now. Uh, great stuff. Um, another great one from uh, <laughs> Nick Nolte, where he's really playing up the veteran, scarred veteran thing. Beds give me nightmares. Go on, give us one more. Give us one. Um, I, I like, man, I don't drop characters till I've done the DVD commentary. <laughs> Which he doesn't. She doesn't on the audio commentary. He, really? He is Kirk Lazarus. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I love it. I love it. Very good. <laughs> I don't read the script. The script, the script reads, reads me. me. <laughs> you read the book, right? What about you read the script? I read the script. The script reads me. <laughs> um, I love when, love when at the very end, Kirk goes, cover me. <laughs> and then they don't have any guns and Jay Barry's like, how do we cover him? Um, it's obviously, what do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you, you people? people. Um, huh? You have no real family. You're on the wrong side of 40. You're childless and alone. Somebody close to you said, one more flop and it's over. Somebody said they were close to me. <laughs> I killed one, Rick. The thing I love most in the world, a hooker. All right, you killed a hooker. Calm down. Here's what you're going to do. Get your hands in some bleach, some hydrogen peroxide, and a shitload of lime. No, a panda. Amanda? That probably wasn't even a real name. Oh, when they find out Al Pacino is gay, and they're like, Alper, if you untie me, I'll literally suck your dick right now. I'll suck your dick. Uh, when, you talk, when you're talking about... Uh, one minute. Um, when you turn back. And you're talking about uh, singing, when you're saying I love the pussy, were you thinking of Lance Dancer's dancing for it? <laughs> All right, fellas, we're gonna make camp. Rest up, y'all might be in for a treat. You know, back before the war broke, I was a saucier in San Antonio. I bet I could cut out some greens, yeah, some crawfish out of patty. Yo, huh? I'm making some crab apples for dessert now. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah. Hell yeah, that's how we all talk. We all talk like this, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're Australian. Be Australian. Excuse me, Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> Get excited about my foods, man. Uh, cover me, lip dip fuck ups. Where is your farm? <laughs> and then it's like, I'm a lead farm. Great. Um, check it out. Does not Rayman. <laughs> um, oh, not <laughs> you doing it? You doing it? No, no, you can't do it, Tom. It's a shame. Same thing happened to me when I played Neil Armstrong in Moonshot. They found me in an alley in Burbank trying to re-edit the Earth's atmosphere in the refrigerator box. Um, when you when you wrote I Love the Pussy, were you thinking about Lance tingling his dice on your forehead? Uh, oh, incredible. I love this koala hunting N-word telling me, and then he slaps him, and then for 400 years that word has kept us down. <laughs> what the fuck? Took a whole lot of trying to get up that hill. Now we're up at the big leagues, getting down to the bat. As long as we live, it's you and me, baby. That's the theme song to the Jeffersons, man. Just because it's a theme song doesn't mean it's not true. We're moving out now. <laughs> wow, eight, eight Oscars, $400 million, and, and you saved Tug Speedman's career. I could have done it without you, really? No, Dickhead, of course I could. A nutless monkey could do it. Now go get drunk and take... Oh. I won't take it. In um, a weird way, I had sort of free myself to, up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. To be a moron, yeah. To be moronical. Exactly, to be a moron. An imbecile, yeah. Uh, the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. 
<laughs> when I was playing the character. Yeah. Now let's get goes Viet Cong's. Viet Cong? What? It's Viet Cong. No, there's no S. It's already plural. You wouldn't say Chinese. It's great. Let's take a step back and literally fuck your own face. Your face. I don't know what kind of Pan Pacific <laughs> bullshit power play you're trying to put here, but Asia is my territory. So whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to head down there and I will rain down an ungodly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the United Fucking Nations and get a fucking blinding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I'm talking scotch earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. Had a good time there. We've had a good enjoyable. <laughs> In a time where to be different was to be condemned. And to be condemned was to die. One man chose to question his god. From Fox Searchlight. Five-time Academy Award winner Kirk Lazarus and MTV Movie Award Best Kiss winner Tobey Maguire. Beijing Film Festival's coveted Crying Monkey Award, Satan's Alley. Uh, what's left from Will's notes? Uh, nothing. It's left from Tom's notes. Um, Jason Bateman. In the Oscars, did you spot him? No. He's there, he's sat down. It's Alicia Silverstone. Obviously, there's John Voight, obviously. Uh, and then there's Jennifer Love Hewitt. He finally, Jay Baruchel does get Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh. What a woman to get. Beautiful woman. Have you, have you, I know what you did last summer, well. You seen I know what you did last summer? I haven't, I haven't. It's spooky, spooky, spooky. Oh, spooky. Very nice. Spooky movie. Alternate ending, Connor. There is one. It's very short. It's um, instead of, I think it, it's it's a bit dark, really. Instead of Matthew McConaughey getting on a plane um, he um, and coming home, he's trapped at, 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 at the camp and he's like watching the Oscars and he goes, good going, good going, Tug. And then they hit him. <laughs> it's quite dark, so I can understand why they reshot it. Mm. Um, a few fun facts. We're moving on up. John's Voight character is visibly angry when he loses his Oscar to Tug at the end of the film. This was a reference to Voight losing the Oscar to John Wayne in True Grit when he was nominated for Midnight Cowboy in 1969, and I couldn't agree more. That's an Oscar travesty if I've ever heard one. You haven't seen the party scene, but in the party scene, uh, Justin Theroux plays the evil DJ he does from Zoolander. Mm -hmm. uh, several uh, disability advocacy groups criticise the Simple Jackson plot. Uh, the film, you know, okay, describing it, describing it, 
According to co-writer Eaton Cohen, the scenes were meant to satirize emotionally exploitative depictions of disability in movies, such as Rain Man, Radio, Forrest Gump, and I Am Sam, as well as the actors that have taken those roles. Again, it's just so obvious mm-hmm. that that's the point. It is. As part of a promotional tie-in, the booty sweat energy drink seen in the movie was available for a limited time on Amazon. Bit of a casting uh, possibility. Ben Stiller originally wanted to play Rick, wanted to play Matthew McConaughey's role, All right. with Keanu as Tom. Hmm. Yeah, I see that. I see that. I don't see the comment. Oh, all right. Okay. Keanu's been very funny in many films, but I don't think he's got comedic chops to play the lead. Well, so yeah, comedic, comedic wise, you can't get many people like Stiller. Hmm. Here's another possibility for Rick Peck. Owen Wilson was originally set to play Rick Peck. Um, this is a dark one, actually. A- after his attempted suicide, Ben Stiller gave the role to Matthew McConaughey so that Owen could relax. So I didn't know Owen tried to kill himself. Oh, that's really sad. I really, really like sad. Owen. Yeah. Well, he's fine. He's, and we'll be talking about him uh, very soon for Wedding Crushes. You motorboaters, son of a bitch. You, you all sailor you. Oh, see, really, we should be doing Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, sort of Invincible. Fortnite. Uh, no, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Fortnite. What, what would the Fortnite consist of? We've already done Midnight in Paris. The internship. That's not a Fortnite, that's just two movies. Yeah, that is. <laughs> One a week. Ben Stiller said nearly all aspects of the Les Grossman character were developed by Tom Cruise, including the dancing and the look of the makeup. Stiller said that in addition to the more obvious makeup effects applied to Cruise's face and hand, head, and the extra hair on his chest and arms, Cruise also decided to play the character wearing oversized prosthetic hands. Vince Vaughn, okay, that's for Wedding Crushes. That's for upcoming episode. Because somebody got hung over and couldn't record it the other day. And it wasn't me, folks. It's always a big question. Enjoying my life. This is true, yes. Good is Tropic Thunder a good movie? Yes, no, obviously. Not not yeah. yeah. Fake Tropic Thunder. Real uh Tropic Thunder in the in the film. Oh, um, is that a good movie? Ah, I see what I finally saw what you mean. Yes, um, <coughs> the real the real story of the lies or whatever that they say. I think it's an excellent film. Yeah, who directs it? Does Rick? Does Tug direct that, or is it? I mean, it's obviously Damien's death. That's never brought up again. Damien Cockburn's death. What? What are the? Yeah. There's Tom's big question. What are the repercussions of Damien Cockburn's death? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> does anybody get charged for it? Does anybody? It was an accident, wasn't it? It's just a minor explosion. Just a minor explosion. <laughs> Mine. Minor. Mine. 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 Oh. It's not Monsters Inc., is it? Can't believe we're doing two Pixar movies before we do the best one Monsters Inc. <laughs> Shambolic. Um, Synopsis of a sequel. Oh, yes, please. I was just going to say, let's pitch a sequel. Let's do it. What are um, they making? What are they making? 
Uh, based under siege, sort of um, either sci-fi um, alien invaders or a boat that's sinking, that sort of stuff. Well, this is the thing. They've missed out. Obviously, it's a great ending and Tug gets his arc. But that would have been a great film on its own. The making of the making of the making of Trophy Foot and then we could get really meta and Kirk could have a full-blown mental breakdown of them. I'm playing... I'm playing a dude, playing a dude, playing me, playing me, playing. Mm-hmm. Ripe for comedy. And then they bring in like more famous actors to play, to play Kirk Lazarus, to play playing them. And then oh, that would have been incredible. Or maybe that would have been a good end credit sequence. Clips from the fake movie and they get more famous cameos in. Get Jason Bateman to play. Nick Nolte. <laughs> I love Jason Bateman. You do love Jason. I love Jason Bateman. I, you love Jason Bateman, and yet you've never watched Arrested Development. You've got three whole seasons of, yeah. of Jason Bateman, and undoubtedly one of the funniest shows ever made. You've not trekked this off, really. I've, I've heard mixed reviews. From who? Um, people I know. Fuck them. <laughs> one of them was my mother, Tom. Oh, did you, did, why did you not like it? I don't know. She said she said it would wasn't funny. Just wrong. Because <laughs> I recommended it, I was like, "Oh, apparently that Arrested Development looks really good." Sort of using her as a guinea pig, uh, and then she didn't like it, so I just never watched it. Do you and your mother share? Does your mother like Tropic Thunder? She loves Tropic Thunder. Does your mother? She like... get her on. What? Well, re-record it. Does your mother like Wedding Crashes? She loves Wedding Crashes. Does your mother like? I'm looking at upcoming movies. Does your mother like Conair? Oh, we're a big Conair family. Does your mother like Jerry Maguire? No. Does your mother see? There we go. Fifth movie. The fifth movie mentioned. Do you like Jerry Maguire? No. Oh. Well, I guess that's one for me then. <laughs> Have you ever seen Jeremy Maguire? No. Oh, there we go. Right. Oh, eat shit. Right. Well, <laughs> well you will like Jeremy Maguire. I'll make sure. I'll make sure of it. Um, but in the meantime, Will, it's been my pleasure to talk about Tropic Thunder with you. Indeed. Um, Indeed. This is the start of another new series. Lost. Wow. What series Ooh. are we on now? Series eight. Eight. Wow. Series nine, if you include the quizathon, but when we we won't. We, no, we don't include that. Um, oh yes, well, this is our first episode. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Congratulations on winning the quizathon. <laughs> really embarrassing. Give yourself the award. <laughs> this is all a big quizathon. Was just a big scam for you to yeah. win an award. Um, but we've got the end of Peep Show coming up, thank God. We've got 500 Days of Summer, Wedding Crashes. Oh. <laughs> I just my pen at the wall accidentally. I'm just so excited about Groundhog Day coming up, um, which provisionally may just have Alice uh, Priest on it because she made she's a podcast. She ma- she'd never seen it, but yet she'd made a podcast called The Real Groundhog Day. So she may very well be coming on to finally lose that goddamn Groundhog Day virginity. Shameful that she hasn't. Um, 
Well, it's been my pleasure talking. It's been, it's been my pleasure playing with you tonight. Well, the lifeboats be seated according to class. Let's you know, the really oh. sad thing is, uh, at first I didn't get the Titanic reference, and I thought you were referencing the Green Day um, one in the Simpsons movie. <laughs> How good are you with memes, Will? Why don't you make that meme? There are two kinds of people, and then it's the, the band playing... Oh, nobody, what's the point? Nobody's listening to us, but they don't listen to us at dinner either. Come on, keep it cheerful. And then music to drown by. Now I know I'm in first class. Just a great. <laughs> Can you tell I like Titanic? Um, yes, there are, make that mean there are two kinds of people. Those who cried. Wait, no, you, 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 only, can, you only cried at one. Green, green Day Day on the ice. What do they play? I think they play the same song. As in, um, nearer my God to thee. Yeah. Nearer my God to thee. Nearer my God. Oh, what a beautiful film. <laughs> Rest in peace, everybody who died on the Titanic. Will, do you have any words of, words of the dead? I think, I think it's nice to leave it there on, on a. On that Rest in peace for those in peril on the sea.